if our podcast wasn't called Single Best Scene, it could just be called, like, Blindly Confident about how we just, like, <laughs> decided, like, oh, we should do a podcast. And Blindly then like, Confident Opinions. We have a podcast equipment. We have a tip. Like, we're recording next. Like, the fact that, like, that we don't, that we had to buy a mic today that today, we don't know how do we use is, like, very on brand. I know. Yeah, for sure. Okay. But, all right. Are you ready? All right. For me to pitch you two you shows? Wish you are high. Oh. I like thought I you said, it. wait, are you high? <laughs> I was like, no. No. <laughs> like, here, the theme yeah. song. Do, 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 do. I mean, I'm doing, I always do the. Did you see that Dick I posted the fun fact was that there was actually lyrics written? Yes. For the Dick Van Dyke. I didn't know yes. the song well enough to do it, but I was reading the fun facts about Dick Van Dyke and none of them were like. Fun. Fun. Yeah. They were like, broke barriers in diversity in one episode. And I was like, that's not that's really progressive. Not, like, that's, that's good at the time. Yeah. Um, but that seemed to be the most fun fact. Yeah. And also, you hummed in it. That's right, that's right. But, talking about their favorite things on the silver screen. That's our old that's one. That's why that our old one. <laughs> brain. I still think it was good. I know Chandler and her professional opinions, like... My brain, like, can't unlearn that one. I know, me either. <laughs> what is well, the real one? We never one? had to learn ours. <laughs> what is the real one? Whatever. The game promise that this podcast will be spoiler-free. It's, it's time for Single Scene. Hi! Welcome to Single Best Scene. I'm Maddie. And I'm Sophie. And this week, I'm going to pitch Sophie and you two different shows. Yeah, Mads, what are you pitching this week? Alright, this week I'm pitching Defending Jacob and Good Behavior. So mm-hmm. I'm going to start with Defending Jacob. I don't know anything about either of these two shows, like, literally at all. Oh, perfect. <laughs> so tell me the facts. Um, so when I was doing the research for these, like, research, I've watched both of these shows start to finish, loved both of them. Mm-hmm. But it turns out it's easier to talk about shows that aired a long time ago that you can't really spoiler um. spoil for people. And also, it's really hard to talk about mysteries and crime shows right. because right. you don't want to, like, spoil it. spoil it or accidentally spoil it or, like, withhold something that then makes it... It's like... It was a little tricky for me to write. Yeah. So, you don't want to be misleading, but you also don't want to give any... Yeah. Like and, spoilers. like... Granted, like, if I fail in doing this, mm-hmm. you can just edit it out before our loyal listeners can get to it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they both are shows that I think, in any other world, you would have probably pitched to me. Right, no. So, starting with Defending Jacob. Okay. So, just like a high-level over- overview of the show, it is a story about a family dealing with the like, accusation that their 14-year-old son has murdered his classmate, classmate and how that affects the entire family. So, to get, like, in a little bit more detail, because that's, like... Really high level. Wait, hang on, sorry. So yeah, yeah. A kid. I was plugging something. They he murders his own family. No, no, no. Sorry. What? Let me just repeat. <laughs> <laughs> so there's this family: Andy, right. Lori, and Jacob. Okay. And they're like a Three little threesome. Okay. I'll just go into the like more. Okay, yeah, I'll, you just keep going. Just keep going. So Andy is the dad, okay. and he's an assistant district attorney in Massachusetts. He's investigating the murder of a 14 year old boy named Ben Rifkin. Okay. It was a classmate of his son, Jacob, and was found stabbed to death in a park near their school. Basically, about halfway through the first episode, Andy and his partner are, like, Mm -hmm. interviewing kids at the school, trying to be like, so, like, do you think anybody had motive to kill Ben? Like, because it was, Mm -hmm. like, definitely a murder. He was stabbed to death. And by the end of, like, the investigation, someone calls and leaves, like, hey, it was Jacob. Like, your son, your son. did it. So the the story is eight episodes, and it follows the family as they deal with did he do it or did he not do it? And kind of the trial and prep for the trial and all that like stuff. Is this conflict of interest? Like, do they really keep him on well, it? Well, that's what you have to watch and see. Is it real? 
It was based on a book, so I can get into some of those okay, facts. Okay, so it, it premiered on April 24th and ended on May 29th. It has a total this of eight year? episodes. Mm-hmm. This year, 2020. It's considered a crime drama. It was created by a, a man named Mark Baumbach, based on the book Defending Jacob, okay. the same name, written by William Landy. Landy? I don't know. Yeah. Um, if you're listening... Let us know, man. <laughs> yeah, no, Mark, if you want to... Josh Schwartz reached out after the last... Uh, I don't think he actually listened to it, but... Hey, right. Mark, if you're... If you're there, there. Or William, feel free to send us a, something. I don't know. Um, So, it stars Chris Evans, mm-hmm. Michelle Dockery, Jaden Martell, who plays the son Jacob, Cherry yeah. Jones, Pablo Schreiber, who you might know because he was in the last season of Weeds. He was in Weeds. Okay, Pablo yeah. Schreiber. And he was also in Orange is the New Black. Got it. Betty Gabriel, um, Sakina Joffrey, and then the notable guest star, there's really only one because there's only eight episodes, is J.K. Simmons. So, yeah. I forgot what your question was. Is it real? Oh, no, it was a book. Perfect. But, like, the book was also made. The book was also made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. From what I've seen. So, the way that it. This is not like a John Benet Ramsey situation. No, 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 not John. I mean, I'm sure it's happened. Like, the the premise is of a a a high school student. Yeah. Dying and then... Oh, look who's home. Well, recording, like, literally in the in the middle of recording. Oh. But you know what? It wouldn't be a full episode without you interrupting, so... Jake, say hi to our listeners. Hello. It also wouldn't be a full podcast about Rooster, even though he's not supposed to be in here, so. Well, he was just hanging out. Um, okay, so let me move on to... So, as I said, notable guest star is J.K. Simmons, who I love just from the movie Whiplash, but he's mm-hmm. been in a ton of stuff. Yeah. So, the critics... On Rotten Tomatoes, it has a series approval rating of 73%, which is... that's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, The website's critical consensus is, in quotes, despite outstanding work from Michelle Dockery and Chris Evans, Defending Jacob stretches its source material too thin, undermining its own rich tension with too much melodramatic padding. Mm-hmm. Which I, I understand where they're coming from because like, they, what are they saying? It's, like it's too that's too long. Like the book wasn't uh, long enough to fit to, fill, to fill the story. And they didn't add enough stuff to make it Which I will say, having seen all of them, mm-hmm. it might have been one episode too long, but I actually think the reason that the show does so well is the slow burn. Mm-hmm. So I know that's a criticism, but it's almost yeah. to me like a constructive criticism. Like yeah. I don't think it should deter people from watching it. Because it is just a slow burn, but it's only eight episodes. Yeah. So it's like, so it's, short, it's not a slow burn right. in like seven seasons and, you know, 25 episodes a season. Yeah. It's no crown. <laughs> yeah. And then on Metacritic, the series has been weighted with an average score of 61 out of 100, indicating a generally generally favor, favorable reviews. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming that this is a British news site because favorable is spelled with a U. Yep. Or Canadian. Canadian. Love the, love the Canadians. Um, the series has reportedly become the second most popular Apple TV show, which wow. is exciting. And I'm assuming oh. the first is The Morning Show. Yeah. Just if I, like, had to guess. Yeah. So, awards, it was nominated for two kind of, like, bullshit Emmy. I mean, not bullshit Emmys. If you've won these Emmys, that's awesome. But, like, well, best theme something and, like, cinematography for one episode. Oh, like, so like random small ones. Random, like, will not be at the Emmys. Uh-huh. And I actually think when you and I talked about... Emmys when our we did our Emmy predictions yeah. and all that stuff. Chris Evans deserves an Emmy for this role. Like okay. he above and beyond did great. Oh, all right. So my relationship with the show, why I started to watch it, was like quarantine plus still obsessing over Chris in Knives Out with like the giant Chucky sweater. Yeah. And I have Apple TV because I got a new phone and it's free for a year. Got it. So it was just like yeah, quarantine, you know. All right. 
um, Pilot Sort. I think they did a really good job. I, did, I gave it an 8 out of 10. I thought they did a really good job of explaining the family dynamics of these three people. Mm -hmm. And then introducing the murder all in the first episode because you kind of are given the stakes right off the bat. Because he is a lawyer and it's like, oh, it all, like, he, like, because Andy, who play Chris Evans, who plays Andy, has worked a lot of these murder cases, he kind of knows the circus it's going to become and kind of tells the audience in a roundabout way. And in doing that, when his son is then implement, uh, implement, implicated, implicated with the crime, you then know, like, fuck, their whole mm -hmm. thing is, is right. wrecked. Um... And the pilot ends on, like, I would say, like, a bit of a cliffhanger. Like, all of them kind of end that way. Yeah. That kind of just makes you want to watch the next episode. So, is there... Wait. Oh, the pilot ends. Okay. The pilot ends in a way that's, like, wait, I want to know what happens with right. X or Y. Because... <laughs> and if you watch the trailer, they give away more than I'm giving away in okay. the in what I'm talking about. So, what's great about it? Tell me what's great about it. One is the family dynamics. Okay. So, like, watching it, you kind of think, like, what would I do if I was in this situation? Mm -hmm. And I don't know. Like, cry. <laughs> like, it, I don't I don't realize I don't ever want to be in a situation where anybody in my family is accused publicly of doing something that you just, like, couldn't even imagine. Mm -hmm. And I enjoyed that it was from the perspective of the parents and not the son who, like, knows whether he did it or not, right? right. And not the victim's yeah. parents, which is just sad because it really shines a light on how that when someone the, like, mass effect of mass-consumed tragedy, like, how it affects mm -hmm. everyone, yeah. um, especially when we decide as, like, a community who's guilty by... Right. By... Who's guilty charged by and not opinion. by yeah, trial. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because he, obviously, the... Note, he gets outed as the suspect, that mm -hmm. whatever, and then people are writing, like, murderer on their garage, and you're like, wait... Right, 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 right. But he hasn't even gone to trial yet. Like, it's like yeah. that, and then... The mug mob Just rule. The naturality of being like, I have to ask my son if he's done this, you know? Okay. Like that's something that's Very like dark. unfathom unfathom fathomable? I cannot yeah. speak today. Sorry, just give me an unfathomable Unfathomable. <laughs> 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 unfathomable. Fathomable. Unfathomable. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> you can use that as an intro, just me saying un unf unfathomable. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> but it is like a very interesting dynamic. Okay, so the next thing that's great about it, aside from the fact that we really do get to like live with this family as they process each part of this tragedy from the moment that mm -hmm. he's accused. Right. Well, from the moment that his classmate's been murdered. Right. To the moment that he's accused like through that. trial. Mm -hmm. the, whole the whole nine yards we're mm -hmm. able to see. Also, Chris Evans is in it. Also, Chris Evans. <laughs> and he's really great in movies, but I really hope he makes the, like, kind of, like, Matthew McConaughey, Reese Witherspoon move to the smaller, like, to our silver screen so we get him yes. on a week-to-week -week basis. Ugh, I hope so, too. Um, his chemistry with Michelle was there, and he was believable as, a, as like, a suburban dad. Oh, okay. Like, I really totally bought into his character. Perfect. And then my last kind of what's great about it is, like, just the legit not knowing who did it. Like, I spent every episode being like, okay, I think he did it. Okay, no, I don't think he did it. Okay, maybe <laughs> maybe he did it with someone. Like, okay, but no, definitely he didn't do it. Like, I, I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't tell. That's good. Um, because they, the, because the way the story is told, mm -hmm. um, you really can't predict until you, until you know. Right. Well, because if they're from, like, the parents' perspective, like, you're finding it out when they're finding it out. Right. Well, and, like, no one is shadier than, like, a 14-year-old boy. You know oh, what I mean? Like, sure. Because, like, like they're doing other shit. Reason. You yeah, know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, there's so much going on, so... And also, nothing, they don't think things are a big deal. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I, I really spent the entire series being, like, 
what is happening. And okay. also, my last kind of part of that is it was only one season. And I think you and I have talked uh, many a times off pod about, like, I think 13 Reasons Why was a great first season show. And then it should have never been picked up or renewed or made into mm-hmm. season two through five or whatever. Yeah. Like, some shows just, like... No window need to be one conclude. season and end. Yeah. Like I'd argue, Big Little Lies should have been one season and end. Like yeah. I think in this show, ending the way it did, it could come back in a second season only if they did like a true, de- like a true detective type, like a totally new right. story. But like these characters, for them, I don't necessarily see yeah. the need to to like they could like American Horror Story. Yeah, 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 I would be totally cool if they American if they did an anthology and had these actors play mm-hmm. in different roles. Like mm-hmm. it was a great cast. Like. It was really well done. That's good. It would be amazing. This would never happen. It would be amazing if, like, because the series is, like, American Horror Story, right? They, they do, like, a different version. Well, if this is already called Defending Jacob, mm-hmm. if they just defend Jacob every time, but, like, it's a different fucking person. <laughs> like, it's a whole different cast, but, like, the main character's name is still so Jacob. Jacob. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be weird. Or, like, they just, like, go around just, like, defending people named Jacob or things. <laughs> Um, if you loved Unbelievable on Netflix, which was so good, okay. Rectify or Bloodline, I think you'd like this show. Okay. At least watch, I said until episode one, there's only eight, so like. Sure, right. Just, if you don't like the pilot, then If you don't like, if up. you don't like the first episode. Yeah. It's not gonna I, change. I do think people, if you are interested at all, will buy into the idea that, um, that you would have to know how, how it ends. You know what I mean? Like, it's definitely one of mm-hmm. those where it's like, you can't fathom not knowing how it ends once you start it right 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 so that's my pitch for defending jacob amazing are you ready for me to pitch another show Um, about a mom and a son named jacob after the break yeah no literally when i was picking shows i just wanted to do another show and like tie them together Mm -hmm. and good behavior is with michelle dockery which in my mind i was like close enough two people whatever then i realized that good behavior is also based on a book and her son's name is also Jacob. That so crazy. we can take a quick break. Yeah, yeah. And then I will pitch that show to you. Sounds good. All right. Bye. Bye. Oh, we're coming back. We're coming <laughs> back. All right. We'll be back after this. <laughs> And we're back. All right, Maz, what's next? Are you ready for another show? Yeah, I'm ready. The Son Named Jacob and Michelle Dockery. <laughs> All right. So, good behavior. Okay. So, it follows Letty Rains, a thief, con artist, and drug user who was released from prison on good behavior. And her whole goal is to regain custody of her 10-year-old son, Jacob. Okay. But her mother is in custody of him because of his inca- because of her incarceration that she has like a restraining order that doesn't allow her to like be around her son. So she has a parole officer Kristen who's like kind of just like irritated with her most of the show honestly, but definitely in the pilot because of her lack of progress 
and like her downright attitude about everything. Yeah. So one of so there's like a there's no way for me to describe the plot without giving away a little bit of the pilot because <laughs> it's one of those shows. That's fine, that's fine, that's fine. So in the pilot, you find out that she has uh one of her like go to like cons mm-hmm. is she breaks into people's hotel rooms and steals all of their stuff. Amazing. So she like befriends these hotel people. They give her a key with like the room number on it. She goes in and does it. Mm-hmm. While in one of the hotel rooms the people come back before she's able to leave, and so she hides in the closet and overhears a discussion about a contact, a contract killing. her. So then she's like, fuck, what do I do? So she decides to, like, interfere and stop the woman from getting killed. And in oh, doing that, nice. she creates a relationship with the contract killer, Javier. <laughs> and then from that point on, it's just kind of a their lives are a little bit more intertwined mm-hmm. than I think either one of them expected from the way they met. Oh. Leave it a little bit. That's a little bit suspicious because okay, okay. I don't want to give away too much. Uh-huh. Um, so just some, some hard cold facts about the show. Okay. It premiered on TNT, which I don't know of really any shows <laughs> that are on TNT, in November 2016, and it stayed on for a total of four seasons ending in November of 2018. Um, it has a total of 20 episodes, so two seasons, 10 episodes each. It's considered a drama. Jo- jo- <laughs> well, edit that out. <laughs> a drama. Um, it was created by Chad Hodge based on the novella series by Blake Crouch, which, fun fact, I'm actually reading a Blake Crouch book right now, oh, Dark okay. Matter. People really like his kind of sci-fi books. I did not know he wrote a novella series. Um, it stars Michelle Dockery, Juan Diego Boto, Terry Kinney, Louisa Strauss, Niles Julian Steele, and Joey Kern, with notable guest stars Anne Dodd, who recently won, she's won a ton of awards for, like, Handmaid's Tale playing, mm-hmm. Aunt Lydia Clements, and Lorbel Bundy. So, the critics it did not win any awards. I don't really know of any TNT shows that yeah. have won Like, I thought TNT was just, like, for sports. Yeah. Um, so, it received mostly positive reviews from the critics. It's got a 78% fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Their consensus reads, emotional manipulation aside, which it does kind of have a little bit of that, good behavior is a legitimately, legitimately, I'm going to start this sentence over. Um, Emotional manipulation aside, good behavior is a legitimately suspenseful and sexy drama. Uh, Metacritic reported a score of 65 out of 100 based on indicating general, generally favorable reviews. So it, it did better than any TNT show that's ever you know, there's that one TNT show with Chris Pine that's called, like, The Night Of or something like that that I think, I don't know. But, yeah, no, I think it did do better than, like, <laughs> the sports basketball games they replay. Yeah. So, I found it on Amazon Prime and watched the pilot and was just, like, immediately hooked. Did like, you have to buy it or was it free? So, I think I had to buy it and then, mm. like, an idiot three weeks later I looked on Hulu and it was there. But mm. I definitely own the first season so of Amazon Prime. it's on Hulu? It's on Hulu, though. Okay. Yes. Oh, and yeah. Um, so I thought it just had, like, a fun premise. It's very sexy. And, like, when this episode comes out, I'll post a picture of Javier, the guy who plays Javier, mm-hmm. Juan Diego. And, like, you tell me you wouldn't watch the show. Like, he's that level of hot, you know? We're, like... Right. You know, like, those memes that's, like, I watched the show for the pilot. Yeah. And then it's, like, the pilot. And it, like, <laughs> and shows... Just... Like, it's, like, that, yeah, yeah. you know? Like, yeah, yeah. he's so hot. <laughs> so pilot score and thoughts. I gave it an 8.5 out of 10. It's really fun. Like, mm-hmm. you get to see... I'd forgotten how kind of, like, fast-paced the cons were that she okay. did. And 
And seeing her go into the hotel rooms and the wigs and the mm-hmm. accents and the contract killing. Like, it is kind of, like, a high-energy, yeah. like, fun, kind of campy show. Um, I think because it aired on TNT, they kind of just had, like, fun with it. Like, they weren't really, like, <laughs> super worried about Low it. Risk. And then, overall, the show was, like, a crime procedural, but just from the perspective of the... Um, okay. But, overall, the show is just, like, a great crime procedural, mm. but, like, from... The perspective of the like criminals and not from the victims which is, or like from the cops you know like okay. so right, we're seeing yeah, like yeah. this plan to kill the, like all mm-hmm. that stuff um and the way the pilot ends you're not really sure where the show's going because up until the end of the pilot even when i was re-watching it i thought it went a different way because oh, of one of those like yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. never there's, mind there's a Switch. And the show really fixates on the idea of, like, do you want to be a good person? And if you aren't by nature, can you be a good person? And if you do bad things, can you still be a good person? Okay, interesting. So it's, like, you know, like, we loved for a long time. And I actually read a really interesting article about how when, like, Obama was president, they were making a ton of shows where it was, like, we would root for, like, the anti-hero, like, Breaking Bad or Mad Men okay. or any of those shows where it was like we want to see like right, 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 right. we want to see the villains. Yeah, <laughs> well, you made it up uh, thirty minutes recording without breaking them <laughs> up, but like we wanted to see like a show from the villains' perspective, mm-hmm. or we didn't want whatever. And then like Trump got elected, and it was like the Good Place. Like we wanted all got of these it, like yeah. lighter Feel shows. Yeah. So um, this show I think falls in the camp of like you don't want the criminals to get caught, but like what they're doing is like legit bad. It's like like Narcos. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Like, find yourself reading for Pablo Escobar, and you're like, okay, I know. Like my brain says he's bad. He kills a bunch of people. I've watched it with my eyes uh-huh. in the show, but like, oh my god, Pablo. <laughs> I felt that way when I would watch like the Vampire Diaries or like the originals yeah. when I'd be like these hot, yes. sexy people like murdering, and it'd be like, but I don't want you to get caught. I just like wish people weren't dying around you. Um, but it kind of it circles around that and like if you only do one bad thing but the rest of you is good, like, <laughs> whatever. Because, like, remember, she still wants to get her son back. Right, Like, that's right. the, the yeah, underlying the plot. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what's great about it? Michelle Dockery. Right, she's great. So I feel like she's been stuck in this, like, tight cast of, from, like, viewers of being, like, Downton Abbey. Yeah. But damn, she can act. Like, I All will right. tell you, her chemistry with Juan, I already mentioned it, should be mentioned mm-hmm. again. It is there. Okay. It's amazing. They hit up in the first episode, and from there, the sparks are just electric. But, like, like you add in some murders and, like, steamy, dark thriller, because she plays, a, like, a drug addict. I don't know. In the first episode, he calls her fucked up junkie. I, and I'm not really clear, like, what TNT's, like, rules are for, like, <laughs> stuff. Because he literally says, I'm not a fucked up junkie. You're a fucked up junkie. Okay. And I'm like, can, can you say that on TNT? <laughs> um... It's like when they put you on Lifetime and I was watching it and I was like, I don't think that grandma should be able to watch. Like, it's one of those. Um, uh, it's a family drama, which is great. Uh, the heart of the show is a mom who wants her son back, but like might not be the best person to raise him. Sure. And so it goes back to that question where it's like, is being with the mom always the right call? What happens when two generations of moms fight over the well-being of a child? Mm, like, oh, does grandma get involved? The grandma has custody of him when the show starts oh, because okay. she went away. Um, and then the last is, is she a good person who's done a bad thing or just a bad person, Mm -hmm. which makes it inherently bingeable. Right, 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 right. So, like, a show, and I put, like, think, like, Succession, Mm -hmm. where you don't really know if you're actually rooting for the hero or the villain. It kind of makes you want to... Very blurry. I think that those shows are, like, easier to binge because the suspense is just higher if they're going to get caught. 
Right. If you're going around doing bad things every episode or you're a bad person, it makes it hard to stop watching. Yeah. Um, so those were all of my points for it. Um, if you love Killing Eve, Wayward Pines are imposters, this show is for you. Um, at least watch until episode two. But I, again, I think if this is a show that sounds like something you would like, you'll be hooked hooked after episode one. How many total episodes are there? 20. And it... Oh, and it's, so it's over. It's over, yeah. It ended, which is a bummer, but then she was able to go and do Defending Jacob. Uh, so, like, it all worked out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wish he was on things because, like, he's so hot. <laughs> like, I, I sent a picture. I watched it with Brittany, our mutual friend. And when we watched it the first time, she was mm-hmm. like, oh, the show, like, kind of sounds like blah. Yeah. And I was like, okay, like, don't watch it then. Sure, it's fine, like, yeah. I don't care. And then she was homesick one day and watched the entire season before I got home from work. It was like, so when can we watch season two? And I was like, well, it's not even out yet. Like, <laughs> I didn't think you liked it. And she was like, he's just so hot. So I sent her a picture today and was like, has it, like is it quarantine or is like he gotten like hotter, hotter since I watched it? Like, <laughs> have I aged closer to him and now oh I'm just like more attracted to him? I will definitely put a picture of him in the, yeah, on the Instagram. The picture. And, uh, and whatnot. But yeah, those were the two shows that I'm pitching. Make sure to check out our pitch Instagram if you want to see the trailers, mm-hmm. or you can just go to YouTube and you know, search them. Search the internet. But we um, have done that for you. Yeah, Defending Jacob is on Apple TV, mm-hmm. and um, Good Behavior Good Behavior is on Hulu? Hulu. Okay. That is correct. I watched it on Hulu today. Excellent. And, and I'm going to go home and watch episode two. Like, it, I want to I like want to rewatch just it. Just relive it again. But, all right, well, well, thanks so much for listening, guys. Yep. We'll see you next time. Bye! Bye. This podcast is produced by myself, Sophie Orlich, with help from Jake Orlich. No relation. Maddie Line is my favorite co-host, and our lovely theme song is by Chandler Reeves. For news and updates, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at SingleBestScene, or check out our website at SingleBestScene.com. If you've enjoyed this episode, and especially if you're one of our actual friends, make sure you're subscribed to the pod and drop us a five-star review. We deserve it. Autoplay next episode.